call is being recorded. Hi, Chioma here. And I'm Mita. We're cousins and good friends who decided to turn our hours-long weekly phone calls into a podcast. Come into the room. Our open conversations are now open to you. In partnership with our friends at Yawa, this is Are You Me? I've always, like, I've always said that like, I'll be a terrible gold digger because I just like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to be bad at it because like for me, I'm just not somebody to just sit there and risk. Like it would actually be very difficult. Even if as much as I'm like, I want to be taken care of as a joke, like, please let me sit down and be flown out. But realistically, if I really met someone who had like money, money, money like that, I feel like it would be a negative against them versus like a positive. <laughs> like, it would be something to overcome. We have to overcome the fact that you have, you've come from all this money and have to now be like, wow, I actually love you. So somehow I have to overlook this and like yeah. deal, you know? I actually, I agree with you on that. Like I'm very much team relaxed and be taken care of. Mm-hmm. In fact, as you know, I often think about why they would name me for me so if I have to be <laughs> taking care of myself. <laughs> my full name is Olua Fumito, which means God gave me to be taken care of or God gave me to be cared for and I don't know I feel like names in Europe or at least I like to think of them as kind of being prophetic you know in some way but Shasha the name left out the who is supposed to be doing the taking care <laughs> I want, I'm ready for my for the blessings of my name to kick in anytime <laughs> now. Um, but I have such a I'm I'm actually I the only way to describe it is af- is afraid of the control that comes with money. I don't mm. like I've seen it at play and it's something I'm, I'm very like I'm just very hyper aware of, in a lot of dynamics, the person with the money is the person with the power. It influences my position with money. Like I try not to, I really try to make a point not to function that way with money. I try to make a point to like be generous and not think twice when it comes to money things mm-hmm. because like, I just understand so much what it feels like for money spent on you to like be held over your head both intentionally and consciously and also sometimes unconsciously like sometimes someone's does doesn't mean for mean to do that but it's really hard to argue <laughs> with the person who holds the dollars like it's just hard yeah. to argue like it's hard to i think for me i i would again it, it just it depends like different different relationships are different and people can really make the space right like if you're in a good relationship surely the space should be made for whoever is not making as much money or whatever to feel as much feel as much a contributor to the whole thing to the decisions that are being made but for me i don't know it's just a bias in my mind like genuinely my in my ideal world i have more money than the person i'm with because I trust myself better not to wield it against them. <laughs> like it sounds terrible. It sounds terrible, but yeah, I'm just so worried worry of that dynamic where somebody is like controlling you or holding something over your head 
or thinking they're doing something special for you, thinking they're doing you a favor, having expectations of you based on the money. Like, I just, I've seen it and experienced it and it makes me so uncomfortable. So it's it's something I need to check in myself because it's not fair to project that yeah. to, uh, on others. But it is like, yeah, it freaks me out. Power dynamics tied to money freak me out. And I think if if a lot of I don't I don't want to generalize, but I, I would argue that if a lot of men are, are honest, like part of the insecurity that they feel related to money comes from the fact that they feel that money is tied to power. Mm-hmm. Right? Like and so to me, if you're looking at it that way, it just affects your behavior with it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's something that I think about, like, yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's something I think about probably more than I should. Well, but I don't really particularly think about it that much because it's not like, I feel like I'll just meet somebody who is, like, making regular money and then we'll make, we'll actually make proper money to, like together at yeah. some point because me i don't run in the circles of people who actually have money money like that right yeah. <laughs> like no, it's not I like think, i know but, them but I, I don't think that's the thing it's funny how it's not even like people who have money money like it's just whenever you're in dynamics it could be a parent child dynamic it could be a sibling yeah. dynamic it could be a relationship dynamic there's just a way where people often I keep saying people, but I actually largely think it's men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't even mean people. I think it's men. Um, wield wealth. And again, sometimes unconsciously. But largely, the, like, just this weird under undertone of, mm-hmm. I make the money, so I'm in charge here. I've just experienced it too many times and also i've experienced the flip side of i don't have the money so i'm extremely insecure yeah and that the whole thing throws me a lot <laughs> like the yeah. whole thing throws me and i'm like oh, i don't i don't like that yeah mm. i mean i hear you i think like is i think the reason why i don't think about it as much in that sense is just that i just think if i met somebody who was making regular money as we do, like, mm-hmm. I, there's just levels which I'm like, nah, I can, before you showed up, wasn't I taking care of myself? Like, yeah. I'm good. Thank you very much. Like, what are you going to do for me that I cannot do for myself? Yeah. Pretty much. Like, I can take care of myself type thing, right? Oh, which again, maybe not the energy to always have. Because I they're like That's some, my energy as well. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes, like, people are just like, why can't you just let people do something nice things for you or let, like, be, sit and be taken care of? But honestly, it makes me so uncomfortable. Mm. It really, so it really does, like, I just, anyway, I don't know, man. <laughs> all this, all this things to be undone. But it just, it just makes me really uncomfortable. I always feel like I have to have my own, like, anything that, I cannot do for myself like i'm not gonna let somebody else do it for me type yeah. thing like i just always have to i just always have to have my own yeah i don't know if mine is that i won't let other people do it for me i think i'm getting better at receiving gifts like i'm receiving like things that are a little bit exorbitant um not that it happens to me lots and lots 
but it's something that I really used to like I, I can remember um, I can remember an argument I had with like a high school friend of mine who got me like my first pair of Beats headphones mm-hmm. and I just freaked out at like how expensive it was and I was like why would you ever spend so much money on something for me like especially because like I knew them and I knew that like I don't know I, I just I was just like this just seems like a crazy amount to spend on me but I was thinking about I was actually thinking about that incident incident um earlier this year and I think that that might have even been the genesis of my own gift giving because mm-hmm. after that scenario I just like I I then had like I had these headphones for like years and years and years. Also, just recently replaced my headphones and got this and got Beats, mm-hmm. like literally the same gift. And like, it just it stuck with me that someone like thought about something I really liked and was important to me and like made an effort to get it for me. And it ended up being useful to me for years. And I was like, I there's a part of me that feels like I've been like trying to make up for that stupid argument <laughs> for like years and years. Wow. I no, it's crazy, but it was actually like quite definitive. And that friendship, I mean, that friendship was mm-hmm. very definitive for me as well. Like for my I I see things in other parts of my life where that friendship like actually oh, that's defines. That's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But <laughs> no, like well no, I I just say yeah cuz it's a bit sad cuz we're not really friends yeah i know but and I, uh, okay as in this like, i mean we can talk about this later, but going like i had the exact conversation with my sister yesterday about how it's interesting how some people like where, where you you just could not picture your life without them at a certain point and then you look yeah. down like five years down the line and it's just like crazy or 10 years or whatever but sometimes like but sometimes like people can't stay forever and sometimes like you really you just have to look back on all the good things that mm-hmm. that relationship gave you and what that was and look on the past with kind eyes and kind of move forward with what it gave you. And then if circumstances were right and the person has evolved to a pers- a version of themselves that you still, a version of you that you are now still liked and like you had the right circumstances in the future, maybe you can build something from the ashes of the past. But sometimes the past is the past. Like you yeah. think about the good things I gave you and like you move on. So yeah, I do get the sadness and nostalgia. I get that. But yeah. it's also really beautiful to think that, wow, this relationship gave me so much. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I very much think of it in the way that you described and like some things leave a mark and like, however hurtful the reflection on that mark might be, like it's also, there's also so much beauty in it. Yeah. But I like and I'm still like gleaning lessons and things about myself from that friendship. But even like in thinking about the gift giving thing, um <laughs> I remember, like I there's just been so many moments this year where I've I had to be quite quite reflective about it. And I don't know that I I don't know that I would say we my family's just we just have like an odd there's just an odd relationship to giving, right? Like in I would say in the context of our family, not that we got lots and lots of things, but I don't. Things rarely felt freely given, mm. like things felt intentionally or unintentionally. Like they were attached to some kind of performance, behavior, demand. This is just not gonna. It's gonna be held over you in some way. Mm-hmm. What you describe when you talk about yourself as someone who's like uncomfortable with receiving, like that's not okay. <laughs> that's like, it's not like, 
life is life and relationships involve giving and like being freaked out about receiving stuff obviously there's some things that might be like crazy but a lot of times like when people are giving stuff to you they're giving things to you out of love and out of that expression and like they've thought about it they like they've actually thought about why they're doing what they're doing so it's not really your job to do the thinking and the calculation and the money like they've sat with that and decided that that's something that is important to them to do for you and i think we've kind of been given this messaging that it's virtuous to be like oh no you don't have to do the like (laughs) don't do anything for me like it's some kind of virtue and it's like it's the same way like we think some people thinking it's virtuous to like not be able to accept like to not accept a compliment Mm. like oh no like to me those two things are starting to fall in the same realm and the more i think about it the more i'm like yeah i want to be so much more open to people being kind to me because I know that I want to be kind to others. I want to be so much more open to their generosity because I want to be generous with others. And I want to exercise giving in a way where I don't expect anything in return or um, giving in a way where the act of giving is joy. Yeah. And seeing that for other people too, that their act in giving to me is joy, right? And also that my act in giving to myself is joy. Like things like that, like... We just find it virtue. We've been taught it to be virtuous to like, um, to to give yourself the bare minimum, like, to not indulge yourself, not treat yourself. See that one? I don't believe in that one. Things like that. I'm like, nah. <laughs> I don't believe in that one. Yeah, like be generous. Like, let's. I'm really like trying to envision what generosity looks like for me across the board to myself, to other people, and. And being a space where people can also exercise whatever generosity they're trying to exercise too. So, yeah, 2020 has been a good year for, of that lesson, I think, for me. Nice. Because being at home and, like, not being able to party with people or to, like, do their events. Like, I'm like, oh, I want to give... Like, yeah, if it's your birthday or something's coming up. If you had a big birthday this year and I know you, you probably got some gift from me that... <laughs> was was probably at least slightly overkill (laughs) but um and even like and birthdays of like yeah family members whatever it is like opportunities to give i'm like fam it's so enjoyable like why not yeah i mean i definitely like with you i definitely have to become more of a have to think more to get you good gifts because you give such good gifts and me i'm not naturally a good gift giver but but i also think like you're good in other ways and people are good in other ways and i think that's also part of what comes back to this gifting argument it's like i think part of it is gifting is just like it's a subgroup of generosity right it's gonna be the method of generosity that some people are natural at and some people aren't natural at while generosity of time and generosity of care generosity of attention you know, like I, the way that you check up on me is crazy on like, like, especially in the little times where I freak out that if something happens to me, no one will notice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know for sure that you'll notice cause you know, like my habits when it comes to certain things and like you, you, when stuff is going on with me, like you'll be the first person to be like, Oh, Hey, did that get resolved? 
even when it's little crappy things in my home. <laughs> like, like, you'll be the first person to know. And that's your own generosity. And, like, in being your friend, I've had to up my game on that. So I'm just like, I, like, I just see how, I just see the ripple effect. Like, if you have a friend who's good at giving gifts, it's going to up your game in giving gifts if you want to reciprocate in that way. If you have a friend who's generous with their care and their attention, uh, their attentiveness, you're going to hopefully up your game in that way too. Like, I don't know. I just see it all as like this big grand exercise in generosity and how we can learn from each other and be in better relationship with one another and like experience people more fully instead of operating from like a fear standpoint where Mm -hmm. you're like, you reject those things and you kind of end up running away from them and you kind of end up pushing people away. Yeah. So. You're so wise. (laughs) Please judge me by my words only and not my actions. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think your actions are pretty wise too. Look at you out here bestowing your your elderly wisdom. (laughs) Elderly wisdom. (laughs) It goes well with this wine I'm drinking as well. I feel like an auntie. I love it. Love that energy for you. A fairy godmother. (laughs) (laughs) Can I make some wishes? Fam. (laughs) If I I, please I need to be I need to be making my own wishes. If I was a fairy godmother, I was I'm not doing a good job (laughs) for my own self. Do you want to sing for them? Sing what? Do you want to sing for the Which one? Which, which song do we Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you. That was a massive key change. I didn't I expect it. I don't even know the song. I can't realize other than that one line. Anyway, all that to say, Merry Christmas to y'all. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas to all. Oh, yes. Goodwill. We get it. We get it to all mankind. <laughs> I just don't okay. to happy Christmas. Why is there a different word for happy for Christmas? Like you're why is like me. merry? We don't say merry anything else. Anyway, that's my bone. That's my bone to pick. But happy holidays to everyone. Happy holidays to you. Um, hope you're having a nice and relaxing, recovering from the year vibe. Oh, hope you 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 happen to have some company in the safest ways possible, considering the True. the COVID times we're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're glad that you could spend your some of your holiday season with us. With us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. how nice of you. You could be anywhere in the world. You could be on your sofa. You could be in your bed. <laughs> But you came into the room with us. But you came into- look wow, at look at that. How <laughs> nice of you. No, we, since we talked about gifts, I think what we were curious about is what's the best or most meaningful gift you've ever gotten? It doesn't have to be a Christmas gift, by the way. No, just any gift. Not. Yeah, just any gift. Tell us. Tell us your gift. Tell us what meant a lot to you. Oh, in fact, you can tell us the gift that you hated too. That's true. That's true. Just tell us about gifts. (laughs) We want to hear. Exactly. We just want to (laughs) know. All right. Merry Christmas again. Enjoy the rest of the holidays. Enjoy. Good tidings. (laughs) All right, class. 
and to you a merry christmas i and will talk to you okay. soon so he still love you i will we, <laughs> shall. we have, a, we have a, you know we have our virtual celebrations to do mm-hmm. so i will see mm-hmm. you very very soon very soon all right bye, bye. love you <laughs>